Welcome to Todd Talks, where I help you design your best life. Not the life that I designed for you, but the life that you desire. Now, let's get on with our show. The wind whips around the bare trees. In the sky, puffy cotton ball clouds slowly move across a bright blue sky with a haze of white, high cirrus clouds thrown down like a lace covering over a portion of the sky. The wind is cold, cutting through the normal early spring sun, making it feel like winter without the snow. The tree branches, devoid of leaves, sway and crackle in the wind, which comes in gusts out of the northwest. People move about on the streets. A lone bird drifts on the wind. A man in a winter cap walks to a green trash can and dumps a bag while his wife goes around the side of the car, removing snow gear, snowboards, and skis, bringing them inside after a weekend trip. A normal day in a normal place, just the other side of winter. What happens in a normal place? What thoughts go on in normal heads? What dreams are shared or gossiped about? What makes any one place better or more special than another? Aren't we all human? Do we not share this moment, this day, this life together? What makes us think we are individually better than another? Ego, vanity, fear, self-doubt, all these occur in each of us at different times. Life is a beautiful thing. We share the negative with the positive. We write the story of our lives in the lines on our face, the creases in our hands, the scars in our bodies, the age spots, the liver damage, the stress fractures, the arthritis, the joy and the pain, the beauty of the rain, the softness of a kiss, the ecstasy of sex, the joy in a child being born. All these things are part of our human existence. Living a moment in time, do you savor each one? Or do they pass without acknowledgement? Our subconscious drives us. Our subconscious controls us. Your subconscious is governed by thoughts, feelings, drives, actions, habits, that you learned as a child and as you grew into adulthood. Your thoughts morphed your being. Your actions become your habits. Your decisions, sometimes conscious, other times unconscious, flow into the fabric and rhythm of your daily lives. As such, you often miss the little things. What little things, you ask? The way the leaves on that tree struggle to remain attached, brown as they are, and they sway in the wind this way and that, dropping towards the ground in a kind of macabre dance. A lone bird dives headlong towards the ground, spreads its wings, and catches the air, soaring and dancing through the sky. A trio of birds pirouette in a kind of dance to a tune of their own making. A child follows its mother along the path, trudging, bundled up like an Eskimo against the cold, making it difficult to move his little legs. The speck of dust on the window, acknowledging that not all is perfect. Every second of every day, 
We could see, feel, touch, interpret a trillion bits of information. Our bodies receive so much information that it would overwhelm us to process it all. And yet it is dutifully recorded in our perfect minds. The gift given us to given to us from God, the minds that a computer cannot replicate, the cells and functions literally capable of infinite calculation and storage. You are an infinite being in an in, in a finite body. We've relegated the majority of our lives to our subconscious, and as such, we miss so much. We stare at smartphones and computers, television screens, and have earbuds in our ears, and we miss the call of birds, the joy of the children, the cries of the fearful, the pattering feet of a little, little puppy trying to stay up with its master. So why do we miss these things? Why do we inoculate ourselves from feeling and being present? Why do we push things aside for future play, future activity? The beauty of two ladies jogging and speaking together, not on their phones, not plugged in, but carrying on a somewhat breathless conversation, smiling and laughing to each other while a leaf slowly floats up and down on the currents of the wind. Are these things that you see and feel, or do you miss them entirely? Our minds are capable of so much. Our minds create our reality, and we see what we choose to see or miss everything by going on autopilot. The buses and cars pass, and do we ask ourselves the question, what's their story? Where are they going? Are they off to work, to play, on a trip? Heading to see a loved one? Grieving? Happy? Each individual in this life has a story. What is theirs? What is yours? As you concentrate on being more observant, you notice that you suddenly are present in the now, in this moment. You see little details that you would miss otherwise. The reflections of the items on the desk in the window, the woman in the French cap and white scarf, the light brown leaf silhouetted against the dark brown earth it has fallen into, the shape of the car's headlights turning towards you. The fabric on the awning on the roof across the way flapping in the breeze. Being present, time slows down and you can enjoy this moment. You can enjoy seeing, feeling, hearing, being. The magnitude of this is not lost on me. I hope it is not lost on you. Your past doesn't exist. Your future doesn't exist. You are alive in the here and now, this moment, sublime, peaceful. This moment is life. This moment is living. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Today is the moment of your life. Today is the day to prepare. How do you feel on the inside? Take stock of your thoughts. I'm currently jotting down every thought that comes into my head onto the screen as it comes into my head. Later, I will probably speak and record this as a podcast because I like what's coming out, which I am doing now. I feel, I see, I am present. As I take stock of myself, I can feel the bend in my back as I lounge in this chair. I feel the pressure of the computer against the palms of my hands. I hear the music playing in the background and the calm feeling I have listening to it. I feel the muscles move as I listen and cock my head to turn my left ear towards it. 
I feel the muscles pull and the tautness of my skin on my face as my mouth pulls up into a smile as I read and think and write all at the same time. I laugh to myself and feel the bounce of my chest muscles and the jiggle in my belly, which reminds me it needs to shrink. Are you alive in this moment? I feel this moment truly and I am living it. I love the way the thoughts just bubble up and I capture them to share with you. Living present is a powerful thing. It's like holding and looking at a newborn baby, hearing it utter its first cry, wet and nasty and beautiful and squishy all at the same time. I remember each of our kids being born, their chubby little faces, yelling at the world for removing them from their nice warm place. Now they are where they are. They're grown. They're married, going to school, soon to have kids of their own. Life changes, as Thomas Rhett states. We make our plans and we hear God laughing. I honestly believe that he has a great sense of humor. We just miss the significance of it because we're too busy being busy. You're too busy being self-involved, lost in your phone, lost in your own little world, that you're not present in your life. I want you to be present, to notice the red shoes of the lady that walked across the way, to see the fading sticker on the garbage can, to find the beauty in the dancing limbs of the trees, to see and feel the freedom of the birds chasing one another through the sky, and the older couple calmly walking together, enjoying just being together. I think that's one thing that old folks have on us younger folks. They grew up in a simpler time, and the joys of the sunset were not lost in the thought of, I need to take a picture of that, or this will look amazing on my Instagram wall. I suffer from these thoughts just like the rest of you. I'm not perfect. I'm just trying to become better. I'm trying to notice more and be on my phone less. Life in all its glory is beautiful. God feathered each of the beautiful birds in the sky. He created the trees and the plants, the animals and the rivers and lakes. He gave us mountains to climb, rivers to ride, houses to build, lives to live. We celebrate the beauty that he gave us and become numb to it when we spend too much time around it. Or we can become numb to it. We neutralize the good in our minds by focusing on the things that go wrong. We minimize our impact on the world around us by noticing the lack of impact we have on the greater the greater whole. Self-doubt, ever our nemesis, will always plague us if we do not nip it in the bud and believe in ourselves. You will always suffer from self-doubt if you don't nip it in the bud and believe in yourself. The third greatest commandment, unspoken by the Master, but inferred by Him, is that we must love ourselves. Before you can love God, before you can love your neighbor, you have to love yourself or you will be unable to love the rest. We can fake it, but unless you figure out how to love yourself with all your imperfections, you're screwed or just preventing a fake image. We all wear facades. I wear one, you wear one. It's the nature of life. Learning to be present allows you to do some soul searching. It forces you to see yourself as you are. It forces you to feel sometimes foreign feelings. It forces you to search your mind and your soul for patterns that disrupt your ability to be present and to confront them. Sometimes the patterns stem from long-ago trauma. Sometimes the patterns stem from long-pushed-away feelings. 
Sometimes the patterns stem from things you were told as a child about yourself and you built a wall to protect yourself from even your own feelings. You don't want to see the whole you. There's parts of you that you wish never existed. There are feelings and thoughts you've had over the years that make you cringe and so you don't even allow them to exist. You tamp them down, you push them away, you hide them in a place where they won't bother anyone, and they fester like a wound that won't heal because the only way to deal with them and to heal from them and to grow is to acknowledge them and then let them go. Let them go. Acknowledge the weird way that your mind twists sometimes and then let it go without judgment. When you judge yourself, you create that wall that seals in those unwanted thoughts, feelings, memories. Instead, you should acknowledge them, feel them, and let them go. That frees you. The best time to do this is when you're completely present, feeling the moment, because then you can see these things as what they are. They are not you. They're just things, thoughts, feelings, actions in your past, and you can let them go and be free from them. You can be free from the chains they bind you with. Peace. That's the feeling you get when you're in the moment and just enjoying, just living, just letting it be. You can enjoy the the movement of the two guys jogging, one struggling more than the other, and you can enjoy the motorcyclist whizzing by, all while recognizing the tightness behind your eyes and the pain from sitting too long motionless. Being present allows you to feel your energy, feel your emotions, feel your breath coming in and out, sometimes shallow, sometimes deep, but always bringing in that life-giving oxygen. You're living. That is the power of being present. That is the power of becoming observant and not just being a spectator, but analyzing your life and letting go of the past letting your mind create stories of the people you see, enjoying the possibilities of life. Life is really a great, sweet blessing. And to whoever invented drifting in cars, they were genius because it's fun. The clouds now covered up all the blue in the sky. They're still lower and puffy, but there's a higher, thicker layer now brought by the wind, foreshadowing cooler temperatures and shadowy days. But the wind is always a delight, bringing with it fresh smells, fresh scents, brisk temperatures, and the thoughts of of adventure. Live your adventure. Life is an adventure. It is wholly there for us to enjoy living, not focus on dying, nor the possibility of dying. Life is too short to fear everything. Life is too short to fear viruses or disease or car accidents or burglary. There is negative out there. There is evil out there. We can be wary. You can be smart. You can be safe. But you shouldn't fear. Fear is used by unscrupulous people to gain control, to gain power. Fear is used by sadists to take over. Fear is used by Satan to keep you rooted in one place, not progressing, and definitely keeps you from being present and looking outside and seeing the reality. The reality is that there is so much goodness out there that there is no reason to fear. Some days we can fear, but not most. Life is to be lived and learned from. Thank you for taking this time and listening to me. And I hope that you can take a moment, maybe one minute or two minutes today, and sit back and just be present. 
See and observe the things around you. The wheelbarrow lying in the grass. The trees with their branches blowing. The kids running and playing. Be present. Absorb it. Absorb the energy and the feeling. And you'll notice that you are happier. Much happier when you do so. Take the time. Do it. Analyze yourself. And then let things go. Let troublesome thoughts go. And I promise that you will be happier. If you make this a practice and you do this every day, you will find yourself happier for longer periods of time. Thank you for listening. This is Todd Talks, and I hope you have a blessed day. Todd Talks are available on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I want to thank you now and ask that you give a five-star review if you appreciate what you heard. Giving a five-star review helps us in the ratings, helps the podcast be able to be seen and show up on more people's walls so that they have the opportunity to check it out and hopefully design their best life. Once again, thank you very much.